Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When it comes to intergalactic confrontation, no one can beat Chef Ramsay. Excellent work, Ramsay. So what's next? Why don't you try relaxing? But now, he's about to land in a place even he isn't prepared for. Suburbia. Get to know the locals. Blend in. How do you know which ones are the right ones? You have to squeeze it a bit. Wow. I found a good one. Here, they have strange ways of fighting. You got any idea what we're gonna do to you? Let me guess. You're gonna pound my face. What are you, nuts? This is the 90s. We're gonna sue you. They have bizarre means of protection. Stand back where you are. Take close. Back off. No, please, wait. Let's talk about this. No. There are dangers he's never seen. Oh! 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 My mom could stay on longer than that. And enemies he's never known. I hate suburbia. So you'd better not fake him out. Must be a K-7 force field. I'll break you out of there. Glad I could help. Or take him on. For Hulk Hogan, it's no game. It's war. Do you belong to some kind of army? Or do you just go around doing good like some kind of superhero? Hulk Hogan, Christopher Lloyd. I was frozen today. Suburban Commando. My cat. <laughs> my cat. That's not my cat. Oh. Welcome, everyone, to Tom and Ross at the Movies. It's a new thing. We did one last time. We didn't really tell you any more about it other than it was a little secret surprise one, but a whole four people liked it. So we've decided for those four people, we're going to do some more. Uh, who be we? I be uh, Fake Geordie, radio presenter without portfolio, Tom Campbell. I am with uh, my very special guest who uh, at the Metaphorical Cinema has just bought the popcorn. It's only flipping Ross, isn't it? It's absolutely sweet popcorn. Salted popcorn can get in the bin, Tom. Oh, we've fallen out already. I'm going there straight away. We need to set some ground rules here. Ice cream, acceptable. Nachos, unacceptable. Too much noise, too much distraction. Popcorn must be sweet and not salted. Isn't it funny how we have opted (laughs) as a society for the noisiest snacks for the quietest room? I know. 
I, re- I went to watch Joker with my girlfriend. She had nachos, and it was just all the way through the film, rustling and crunching and rustling and crunching and more rustling and more crunching. Terrible. What snacks, <laughs> what snacks can we accept for the cinema? I think flumps. Flumps. Ice cream, as I said, is a good one. Nice, soft, good. silent one. Dust. <laughs> Soup. No, uh, you get anything that's like you get slurpers. You get slurpers. Yeah. It's <laughs> a crucial moment of the film. But whatever snacks you've got, so how this is going to roll uh, is that every, uh, once uh, the first, let's say the first Monday of every month, first Monday of each month, Ross and myself, uh, you'll be able to join as we watch a wrestling-based movie. We did the main event last month, and Ross, I'm excited for this one. I'm coming into this one completely blind. I sort of knew what the main event was about. I've obviously heard of Suburban Commando, but I've not. I've seen obviously Hogan dressed up like Rambo, whatever role he has in this movie. Uh, but I'm coming to this one completely blind, and I'm looking forward to seeing what nonsense is about to happen. Ah, uh, see, for me, I watched this as a kid. I watched this with my dad and my older brother, and I, even when I've mentioned to my dad that we were recording this podcast today, even my dad went. Oh, yeah, that was a bit crap, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why we are here today. So you may have guessed by the album art, we are watching uh, the seminal Hulk Hogan classic movie, the the movie that launched Hogan's acting career pretty much, Suburban Commando. Um, the the story of, well, we're going to find out, the story of a, of a, of a space alien fighting uh, mercenary who's told to take some time off, basically being put on furlough. Space on, on, alien, did you just say? He fights space aliens. Wow, I thought this was more based in reality than that. <laughs> oh, oh no, it, it 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 is. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's with wacky with wacky consequences. <laughs> uh, we're going to waste no more time. We're going to get into the film now. If you want to watch along with us, um, obviously there are means in which you can. I'm not one to encourage anything controversial uh it is available on amazon prime though that's how we're watching it tom we've paid our three pounds fifty haven't we we have slam dunked three pounds fifty into into gary amazon's pockets what a bastard that gary amazon is <laughs> the richest man in the world isn't he the richest gary he something the... to aspire to <laughs> one day mate i genuinely think you won't be a gary youtube you'll be a gary amazon <laughs> that's a big i think the kids call that a glow up tom is that a glow up <laughs> It's, you did local radio. <laughs> it is a, mate, I'm proper down with the kids, mate. It is a glow-up. <laughs> Travel next. Right, we're going to now... So you can hit play with us and watch along if you want, or you can just listen to us talk and just pretend that you're watching. Either or. It depends how flush you are. Okay, good luck, everybody. Uh, Ross, your first time viewing Suburban Commando. Uh, yeah. You're going in You're going in stone cold. Is there anything that, you're, anything that you've seen, any trailers that you've seen? That you're in that that you this, know a little bit of, or no? I just know I know that Hogan sort of dresses up like Rambo, and there's a bit with a forest. That's only the sort of picture I've seen. Is that right? I've got no idea, Tom. We're gonna find <laughs> out. We are gonna find out together, my friend. Starting. Sub- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Bourbon Commando starring Hulk Hogan in three... On go, by the way. On go in right. three, two, one, go. You have to tell me if my sound here is a bit too loud. Sounds good to me. Well, that's all right then. That is you, all right. How are you? How are you? Uh, how are you watching Suburban Command? I'm on Prime, but on my computer, so I've got some speakers plugged in next to my laptop, which is how I'm talking to you. So it's all, all go here. <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting off like Star Wars. This is now watching this film. You can be immediately excited by this opening sequence because <laughs> it feels like you're about to watch a good film. This doesn't look. Re- it, it looks like little. I don't know what to say here, Tom. It looks. They look. They, it I know. Looks what, like when did this? Was this, the, was this the late eighties or? Early, this was, this was late 80s, 1988 or 90s? for Suburban Commando. I will. I will corroborate the date. Right now, surely even for the standards of 1988, this is bog, bottom barrel, horrible, cheesy. Wow! Well, do you know what? In that case, you're going to love this. Released 20th December 1991. <laughs> oh my God! The no. budget was low for this one. <laughs> well, not not essentially because the the original two people that were approached to be in this film, because as you've seen. Uh, the movie stars Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd, Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future. This movie was originally offered to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I wonder why they turned it down. Uh, because they got... Hang on. Arnold and Danny DeVito. Yes. <laughs> We've gone from quite a lofty man to quite a very short man, quite a muscular man to quite not a muscular man, and then back up to Terry. I'm assuming for the same parts. No, no, no. So, so Arnie and oh, before actually, I'll, we'll get into the the rigors of that. But we're about to see our uh, our protagonist <laughs> in fine form. Um, but they they turned down the role because they had another project. Uh, that they decided to go and do instead uh, because they they sensed the writing on the wall with this with this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, don't you sweat because somebody was waiting in the wings for their golden opportunity in Hollywood, and there he is. Oh, it's big bloody Terry. <laughs> it's big old. What is happening here? So is is Terry an alien here? Uh, Terry is an he is an alien. Yes, if I remember right. correctly. Just thought you had a fancy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> this is live footage of Terry Bollea getting into an AEW event. He's just committed murder there. He's murdered two innocent men. It's fine though because they're the baddies. He's on the baddie ship. The baddies are trying to <laughs> trying to strike an evil deal. So there's there's our guy, Big Boot, Iron Claw. Look at all the moves. 
stealing from his AEW. Why didn't he wrestle like this for WWF? <laughs> Mate, you've seen, have you seen him wrestle stuff in New Japan? In, 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 oh, you got to work. You got to work smarter, not harder. I've seen his New Japan stuff. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Save that for every rainy day. Did Terry? Didn't he? Oh, Once he the blue moon. He, he suddenly pulled. He just suddenly remembered he could wrestle. <laughs> what a hero! So, are we enjoying uh, Hulk Hogan so far? We are, yeah. He's just assaulted two people who were the, the robbers in Home Alone 3. Have you seen Home Alone 3? <laughs> yes. With a letterbox scene? Fantastic. <laughs> I think we took, we took about Home Alone 3 last time, how I'm just... Maybe. I'm... Oh, wow. That's a severe paper cut, that might. <laughs> oh, it's fine. What the hell is this? Grow another that... one. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, we all can. We've all got... Do you not know this, Ross? We've all got an evil lizard hand under our main hand. We are all like worms, aren't we? Is it worms that can spawn a, yeah, a second half of their body if you chop it in half? Cut them in half and they become two. They become yeah, twins. Lovely. <laughs> so how did Terry get down here? I've just missed where... Why is he sliding through a tube? He, well, um... Oh, but it's, well, it looks for all intents and purposes... He's running away now, is they he? They tried to kill off the baddie... <laughs> And then they ended up, the baddie ended up surviving, so he legged it. He lobbed, <laughs> lobbed a grenade in and legged it. He's pathetic, isn't he? <laughs> He's pathetic. Well in, Shep. Refuses to put over an Oh, he escaped, plane. that's all right. Sorry, what's his name in this, Shep? What? Shep Ramsey. So, here we go, from uh, from IMDb. Men this was meant for Arnie and DeVito, originally titled Urban Commando, intended for Danny DeVito as Charlie Wilcox, who we'll meet in a bit, starring, now played by Christopher Lloyd, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Shep Ramsey. These two opted out to make twins instead, so the script was bought by New Line Cinema as a follow-up to their highly successful Hulk Hogan film, No Holds Barred. Oh, I hope we're watching that, by the way. I still haven't seen that one in full either. Oh, mate, if you think this is a Hogan vanity project, this is, <laughs> this is Shakespearean in comparison to No Holds Barred. See, the way you said that DeVito and Schwarzenegger had been approached for this, I was thinking they'd been approached for the same role. DeVito was right. I was thinking, surely not. <laughs> I mean, I'd be down with that. <laughs> And I also thought that Shep Ramsey was you just doing a pun for Gordon Ramsay, Chef Ramsay. But it's not, it's actually Shep Ramsay. <laughs> His name is indeed Obviously, Gordon Ramsay wouldn't, well, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> wouldn't have been a thing in 1991, would he? God, he looks intense, doesn't he, Terry, in the eyes? Now, the mission didn't go according to plan, so Shep's getting sort of chewed out a little bit. And... Uh, <laughs> So this is this is his boss. This is like when, this is like when me or they put a lot of errors in a video and Pachiti just just quietly chews us out at the end of the day. That's basically what's happening. <laughs> well, of course, this is the early '90s where you weren't allowed to acknowledge if you were a man. Of course, Tom, that you were stressed and struggling with the pressures of life, exactly. the pressures of fighting the evil space forces. Hulk Hogan doesn't get stressed. He just mans up, brother. Hey, if this was a sequel in 2020, you'd be like, yeah, man, I'm just struggling with my mental health. Yeah. And then be like, oh, it'll be all right, it'll be fine. <laughs> Instead of this arsehole just sitting back and judging him in his little ivory tower, wherever he is, this man. <laughs> Poor Terry. But now, but now he's being given, Ooh. he's been told to take some time off. What am I going to do for six weeks? He's got six weeks off. So basically, uh, we start the film with, with Shep Ramsey being furloughed. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Which is in keeping. 
Twist. Oh, Hogan hates people. Kill us all. <laughs> and away We've we seen go. music's regressed quite some way, hasn't it? Now, we were having a chat about music the other night, me and my good lady, and we were saying, well, Alex was saying, like, this music's just, basically he's saying music's all crap now. But I think it's more the case that... It is all crap now. <laughs> See, I was trying to come down the defensive and say, well, it's just there's more of it, and it's harder to find the good stuff. It's it's like yeah. digging through the weeds quite a bit to find a rose. All the stuff in the chart you hear these days is all the same. Tom all just sounds the same to me. Eurovision looked like it was going to be good though. There was that one hit from Iceland, I think it was, where they had the funny little dance. That was a big tune with a capital CH. I was quite excited for that as well, to be honest. But uh, it wasn't to be. We'll have to. We'll just have some some wacky European music next year when everything gets back <laughs> to normal. She's serious. That's her out with The Shining. Is it The Shining? Sherry Duval. I'm sure she also played. Uh, What's she called out with Popeye? Olive oil. Ooh. In the 1981 with Robin Williams in. I think she did. I'm going to Google that now. I went to the set. I went to, I went to Malta on holiday with my mum and went to the set of that. Oh, it was still built up in 2005. No way. That's Astonishing. Amazing. They're all wooden. Yeah, like a little town, all wooden buildings. Amazing scenes. Did you get to walk oh around Oh, my God. It? Domestic abuse. You're right, oh, by no, the way, this is fighting, Olive Oil, uh, Sherry Duval. So Olive Oil and Dr. Emmett Brown. It mm. seems such a waste. Initially, when you watch this, you think it seems such a waste of Christopher Lloyd to play such a relatively straight character. Because like, <laughs> yeah. he's so funny, he's so emotive. You know they're redoing Popeye, you know, on the subject of... I know we can't watch it because it's not a wrestling. Are they? Yeah, they're, they're, there was... Um, it got shelved about four years ago, and they've recently decided to, to give it another run out, and there's like a CGI demo doing the rounds of, of Popeye, the animated movie, and it looks great. Who's doing the voice? Do you know? Don't actually know yet. i tell you what, as well as music, fashion has regressed quite some way since 1991. I just find that now we're we're more inclined to wear stuff that fits us rather than stuff that <laughs> sort of looks heavy on us. Like most of the cast of Friends, when you start watching Friends, they're all wearing shirts and trousers that are three sizes too big. And by the end of it, you can I see know, the... everybody's nipples. Yeah, the shoulder pads in the 1990s were quite something. That's a, a thing I miss out on daily. Now, I believe... And like, the hair. The guy here, the 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 Eve, the... the the antagonist for Suburban Commando. I think he's basically been typecast as generic evil. Um, it's a generic evil businessman in pretty much everything he's been in. Larry, he's, he was lucky to be born with that face and hair. To be <laughs> fair to him, <laughs> he does have the right face and receding hair for it all. I don't know whether you're a um, a Seinfeld fan. I, I need to start watching it, Tom. It's something I've put off for years upon years upon years. Only because um, it was around... It was a, a few years after this that he went for an audition to play George Costanza in, Ste in Seinfeld. Fun, ah. fun fact. I could, I've seen a bit of George. Yeah, I've seen a bit of George. I could see this guy doing George, but not as well as George did. George, only George can do George. Yeah. 
So basically the plan here is this is evil businessmen with evil business endeavors. Who's your favorite evil businessman Ooh. in a film? Vince McMahon. Nice. <laughs> Keep it on topic. Like beyond, it. The, beyond the mass, drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> we make movies, he's going to puke. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your favourite evil businessman? I would say well, I'm more evil business. It's, it's OCP from Robocop who are the, uh, mm. the evil global conglomerate that buy the police, basically. Is Robocop eligible for this with its wrestling tie-in? Hmm. Well, he, wait. Hey, look, Robocop is eligible for Mortal Kombat now, so I guess he's eligible for everything. <laughs> no, did nobody from WCW appear in Robocop? No, but Robocop appeared in WCW. Yes. So Sting was at Capital Combat. I was just hoping the Sting was going to be in the film. Doing oh. something with Robocop? Sadly not, no. Sadly not. Because that had been... Because uh, Sting, Sting's, uh, I think, around about that time. Oh, hang on. Hold the front door. How bad does this look? <laughs> this looks amazing. <laughs> and I look, he's landing at a nightclub called The Landing Pad. Because of jokes. <laughs> and he shat himself on landing. That's always embarrassing. Uh, you would, wouldn't you? So I'm just curious about this space God, program's like break period. So they've just gone. You've got six weeks off. Go to Earth. Like he's got no money. He's, he doesn't understand the culture in any way, shape, or form. He's just been told go to Earth and don't come back for six weeks. It must be something they do as like a company sort of you know protocol. You need to take a break. You go to Earth for six weeks. You survive. You come home. How <laughs> like Terry start disco dancing. <laughs> Start disco dancing now. Dance for us, Tez. Dance for us, Tez. This is all my dreams come true at once. <laughs> Terry Belair, dressed up in a crappy Robocop outfit, bandana on, headband on, whatever. Let's see some 70s dancing. Oh, he's turned the music off. He's done a Tim Westwood at Sunderland Freshers 2011. <laughs> Apparently, Tim Westwood, Tom, came to our Freshers in 2011 and tripped over a massive wire because he was a bit out of it. And then knocked off the power in a quarter of Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> were you, so, were you, were you at that Freshers? Or was yeah, that... yeah, that was my that was my Freshers year, 2011. That's amazing. What a hero! Not really. <laughs> so, yeah, Sunderland he's... didn't notice the difference. <laughs> <laughs> they, they thought that, that, crime had gone that, down. That is a city that's stuck in the 1960s <laughs> and or 70s, maybe. Did they have electricity then? Who knows. Now I want you to remember this bit, Ross, because this this is a gag that they that they they will refer back to. <laughs> Literally, I know you're thinking, what bit? Is it the bit before or after Christopher Lloyd driving his car? I mean, the bit where Christopher Lloyd driving his car. They will refer back to that. Right. So why did he why did he reverse? His car. He's just trying to find a gear and hit in reverse by mistake. Yeah, basically his car's crap. Ah. It blends in perfectly. Fun fact. There he is, big Terry getting all of the ladies. <laughs> he's a popular guy, look at him. They all he hates earthlings, but he quite fancies women. Young blonde <laughs> women. Just like him. <laughs> Most of the um the, the sci fi Well props. he hates earthlings, but he's helping everybody out. <laughs> He's an enigma, is uh, Chef Ramsay. Or Chef yeah. Ramsay, as we'll now call him. 
I can't get my head out. <laughs> like Gordon Ramsay just walking around in a robot. <laughs> this is how Hogan looks, I think, leaving most tapings now. Oh. Oh, poor dog. Who, now, what arseholes lock their dog in a car with the windows oh, shut? Dogs die in hot cars. Now, yeah, what? Now, what? Now. Oh, this knobhead. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts is looking well. Break him, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you're looking great, mate. Like a phoenix <laughs> from the ashes. Soaring into the sun. Ah, oh, he turned him into a dog. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the man? Did he feed them to the... Oh, he'd nicked his clothes. Just killed him. <laughs> Naked in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Kinky Terry, Kinky. It would have really... Tied him up, put a mask on. <laughs> it really changed the pace of the film if they just panned across and the guy was just dead, like <laughs> gutted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that looks dodgy. Now would he know what that meant if he's coming from space? And why would you rent for six weeks? I'm not sure. I don't even know you could rent yeah. for six weeks. You'd have to sign... You'd what sort to... of a landlord has this? So... Yeah, and it's very vague. So he knows to cross the road. <laughs> It's very vague. It's very cut. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's all these cars here? What is happening? Where is this set? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's these. It's these boy racers. <laughs> these, 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 these handsome boys. You get here. them going around Newcastle late at night. It's really <laughs> Otis in the car TV parks, day, tooting dear. their horns. <laughs> <laughs> Odie's looking good in this. Gosh, it's full of wrestlers, this is. It is just like the main event, isn't it? it in terms of wrestler cameos. Spot the wrestler. Oh, if Keith Lee turns up, mate, I'm going to be ecstatic. So as you can tell, Christopher Lloyd is just put upon. If only he made a friend that was able to teach him some confidence and power. <laughs> if only I've got a feeling who that friend might be in an unrelated note I'm pretty sure there's an apartment for rent around there <laughs> I mean these these are lovely cars stop getting in the road when there's traffic coming this fella <laughs> they are oh who the hell's this Hulk Hogan from the future warning us of the film. <laughs> he does have a nice big Santa beard these days, doesn't he? Mind you, actually, no, that's more Shawn Michaels at the moment, isn't it? If you saw him on Raw this week, Shawn Michaels had a hell of a beard going on. <laughs> Raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Just sat in a car going, don't do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, olive oil seduces Dr. Emmett Brown. Look at that perm. It's weird, Al. <laughs> He's not into Shelley Duval, which is a shame because she's a lovely lady. I'm very taken by that perm, though. Getting flashbacks to Fradby. Oh, wow! <laughs> I'll swerve! She's done a Sasha Banks on him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lloydie's not in the mood for uh, for a bit of olive oil. For a sprinkling of olive oil. You've seen Back to the Future, right, sir? No, never have. 
You're going to find this out a lot, Tom, as we watch more uh, films. I've seen very few films. Is that just out of choice that you just don't watch many films? Yeah, I'm just not much of a film person. If it's, if it's about wrestling and stupid stuff like this, get me on board, hook me in. <laughs> but I need, I need to be with somebody to watch it. I won't just sit down by myself and watch a film. So you wouldn't go I'd to get the cinema on your and own? start thinking about things very easily. <laughs> nah. Would you? I'm all right for going to the cinema on my own. Or do you? <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm, I'm fine with it, to be fair. Yeah. I quite enjoy it. I think l less people would look at you if you were sat in the cinema on your own compared to me. They'd be less suspicious. <laughs> it depends what you're doing while you're sat there. <laughs> it's like you're conducting yourself whilst you're in the cinema. You're just enjoying a nice... Well, film. you know, just masturbating furiously in the corner. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. Most cinemas, it's, it's expected these days. <laughs> I just want this guy to catch a break. Well, he's about to. Oh. He's about to catch a Shep Ramsey. <laughs> he is no. tall, isn't he? He's a big lad. <laughs> I've just guessed that you have an apartment for rent. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was no address on that sheet of paper, was there? No, he's, he's literally just guessed. Just an arrow? Right, you haven't noticed this by listing, but we had to switch service providers uh, during the nanosecond that Hulk Hogan arrived and picked up some children. <laughs> he is assaulting everyone that moves. <laughs> what a way to introduce Hogan to your family. So hey, this, this reminds me, Tom, we need to watch Mr. Nanny at some point. I've seen that film and it's amazing. I used to love that film when I was younger. Thank goodness they made all that food. <laughs> but in the, in the likely event that Hulk Hogan turned up to eat it all. Yeah, we had to switch service providers because the service we were using was offering up to five seconds of delay, which was really good for conversation. So, so now the banter will be flowing like there's no tomorrow. Oh, it'll Instead flow of being like a bit wine. just disjointed. <laughs> but look at all the meat and potatoes he is eating because he is a Hulk Hogan man. That is some pink meat. That was quite pink, wasn't it? It was very pink. Tell you what meat I had for the first time on Sunday, Tom. Oh, go on. Zebra. You ate a zebra? I ah. ate zebra on Sunday. I had a zebra steak. It was lovely. So, can you describe the, the, the diff any difference of taste between a zebra and another animal? Well, if you want to just get your traditional steaky steak steak, I'd say the zebra steak is more along the lines of pork in its taste. But the thing that was the best thing about it, Tom, was the fact it was so lean. No fat in it whatsoever, this oh. cut of zebra I got. Wild on meats, I think they're called, Tom. Go and check them out. They're in Newcastle. They're a local company. You can nice. buy a box of meat. Supporting I've local. got no, Yeah, I've got no affiliation with them. If they would like to, you know, sponsor me, I'm, I'm open to offers. <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't realise there were that many zebras in the northeast of England. Neither did I, Tom. And I've got kangaroo burgers, I think, in this box as well. So God knows where they got those from. Are we Probably... sure that they are zebras and kangaroos? Just end up being rats in it. <laughs> Casting aspersions on a, a northeast-based company that sources zebra meat, but I'm just—I mean, I've seen a lot of cows around Town Moor. Maybe, but no maybe zebras. we've got the kangaroo king in Newcastle hidden away somewhere. <laughs> Do you see Carol Baskin got his thing? By the way, <laughs> she lost her. She lost the zoo, didn't she? Did she lose? She, no, she she picked up uh, Joe Exotics. 
She's got control of his now. It's all oh. Like wild, he must be like good. wild animal monopoly. <laughs> must be going mental in but what the hell's happened to you? It's now is this his gun or is this Terry's gun? Uh this is this is Terry's gun. Right. But it's also and, and a fun fact, most of, if not all of, the sci-fi props from this film are recovered from the eighties movie he-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, <laughs> because, again, they weren't looking to spend any more money than they needed to. So anything that the baddies had left over, they just shipped to Shep. And they're playing Space Invaders. That's exciting. Oh, here we go. Wrestling cameo number two on your right now, sir. It's the Undertaker. It's the bloody Undertaker. <laughs> As I live in... Wow. Did you not... Of course, because you have been known. His... Well, this had been his first movie role. First movie role. Wow. And uh, it was it was actually um, Hogan and Bruce Pritchard that put him forward for it. I mean, if you're looking for a big hench man, <laughs> he is a big hench man, isn't he? I am all about the hair that he is currently sporting, though. That lovely. Oh, there's something. Perm. Something about a ginger mullet, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> is the king of all mullets. <laughs> So uh, you, so look look out for more uh, Mark Calloway sightings very soon. The reason that I wanted us to watch this, Ross, is because uh, Undertaker broke his silence on this movie recently in an interview, and uh, right said it was awful. Said he hated it. <laughs> oh, he said, I bet Terry was absolutely gutted when he heard that. <laughs> Terry hasn't stopped crying yet. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd's over it. He's he, he spent the money for this on a conservatory. He's over it. <laughs> oh, what the hell's he got there? Weightlifting with his with his technology machines. I like how aggressive he is for somebody that's putting him up rent free. <laughs> I'm just nicking your stuff, and I'm wearing a watch. What a jackass, letting me live rent-free in his house and eat all his food. <laughs> I kind of hope that the end of this film would just be Christopher Lloyd having like a Michael Douglas falling down moment where he just loses <laughs> it and just and just beats Hulk Hogan to death. He just spontaneously combusts and then become one of those alien overlords. <laughs> now he's assaulting Sherry Duval. Do you scream on your own, Ross? Oh, into the pillow every single night just before bed. And then once again when I wake up in the morning first thing. He's got a knife! He's got a knife! He's going to kill the postman! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you nearly died. <laughs> Oh no. I really wanted him to chase the kid with a knife. <laughs> it's weird what things he knows and what things he doesn't. As we said before, he knows how to cross a road and whatnot and read a sign and work a, 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 a can dispenser. But he can't understand the concept of postmen or paper boys. It's like he's asked for help for planet Earth from Reddit. <laughs> so he's just had lots of random things in no particular order learnt to him. 
but nothing yeah, he's just, made major significance. He's only seen the meme videos of postmen getting harmed by dogs and then <laughs> paper boys falling off their bikes while they're throwing the paper and stuff. I kind no. of feel like these kids need to kick in, but I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm quite aggressive to most little kids in films like this who have a bit of attitude. I'm still sore about the guy from the main event, the heel, the oh, heel boy. Absolute scumbag. Absolute scumbag. It's all right, though, because Hogan's about to about to hit an ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest back bump that man has ever taken. Oh. <laughs> Oh. He didn't bump like that for anybody in this in this part of his career. <laughs> oh, he's battering. I am you from the future. <laughs> I'm you from the future, brother. Whatever you do, don't stay with Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens if you stay with Linda. <laughs> Gawker gave me all that money and <laughs> I bought this tank. Okay, recurring gag. Here we go. He's going backwards, isn't he? Okay, let's just remember. Let's just keep uh, keep revisiting this. This is crucial plot line for the movie. Oh, he's got that clutch ready. He's bouncing on that clutch. Big fan of the music in this bit, to be fair. It fits the scene well. It really does. Nothing says drag racing like the theme from Family Fortunes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's ruined it again. <laughs> I am beginning to think this is Hogan from the future. And this, <laughs> and this movie was far more layered than we gave it credit for. <laughs> and then I went back and I... <laughs> I won the title in 2002. <laughs> I was going to retire in 95. No, you don't. <laughs> Did Hogan ever look young? Oh, I was watching his debut in, in 1979, I think it was, and he rocks up in those little blue trunks. Yeah. Even then, he looked about 40. <laughs> he did, didn't he? He's always looked old. Here we go. We're, we're, we're getting ever closer to that, uh, that Michael Douglas falling down moment. He can get through there. It's fine. <laughs> Waste your time, Terry. Do you drive, sir? Can I drive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure because I'd never seen you with a car, so I wasn't sure whether or not you did or not. Ah, uh, there's there's no there's no bloody parking at our office, is there? There's all the spaces in the world, but they've all been given to other offices, and there's no none up for grabs. Shambles. It's a devastation. Got to walk to work instead, like some sort of fit and healthy human being. <laughs> that does look like Otis, doesn't it? It is Otis. Again, this is Hogan, like talking to Otis. There's a match we need to see in 2020. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler just behind him there, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's a bit like Sims. Sim Snooker, doesn't it? On the on the right there. <laughs> yeah, all the big stars from the 21st century. 
And there's um, Mike Knox on the right. <laughs> All the boys. Oh, no. Here comes a man with a very small cock. <laughs> hey, should we look ahead? No, there's no point. There's no point. It's not like there's going to be a kid there. Hang on. What is it with people just going to run over folk and expecting folk to hop out the way? That's not how it works over here, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always say, my mindset is, and, it, and it's probably bad, my mindset's always been that, well, I'm going to walk out into the road now, as I'm allowed to do. This car is careering towards me. It is less paperwork for them to stop. <laughs> it's in There's best. no way Terence is this quick. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I saw him in that match against... Uh, Muta. We had Muta. He was pretty, <laughs> pretty hot to trot then. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, I can believe, running at 88 miles an hour. Oh, here we go. Drum and the Big Show did this on SmackDown. What a yes. great time you all had. Yes. I remember him ripping the stage down on Raw as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of over-the-top feats of Herculean strength. Yeah. Like, like Braun Strowman lifting up the ambulance. It was every week that, wasn't it, for a period of time. It was great. Ambulances. Big lorries. It's wrestling being at its best when it's just nonsense. So I'm still like lost as to Shep's motives here on planet Earth because he seems to be a jackass, but he's got a good heart and he just knows that he just has now this underlying protection for Christopher Lloyd's family. Yeah. He doesn't eat cake. <laughs> Empty carbs, isn't it? I know about that. Oh, mate, we've all we've all done it during our <laughs> Jesus, I've eaten like a monster. And I'm not even sorry. My good lady went out to work this morning. First time in a couple of weeks. And I've gone, oh, I've got the house to myself. And, and and I generally sat there for a good five minutes and thought, I might order a pizza. That'd be nice. And I realised... Don't it tell was, her. I oh, know, that's it, that's it. It's secret eating, isn't it? Yeah. But then I realised it was half nine in the morning. And it's probably <laughs> not... The, and that's when I realised that my eating patterns and my sleeping patterns are all to cock at the moment. Tell you what, went for a bit of a drive yesterday. Not a long one, just sort of like round the block. Went past the McDonald's and my God, the queue. It was the first day it reopened, Tom. Amazing scenes. Oh. It was at least half a mile long. At least a couple of hundred cars just from McDonald's. I can't. And a limited menu as well. Like people are so excited. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a fa I'm as fat as they come, me, Tom, but I, not even I would bother with that queue to sit for a McDonald's. <laughs> if, it was, if it was a full menu, maybe. But yeah. not, not, a, not a limited menu. Oh. Now, we, I'd like the music they use for when Shep does anything good. He's a superhero, isn't he? He's it's fantastic. Basically, basically superhero music. He needs a piss, though. What's he drawing on the spot for? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get home for a Tommy Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lloyd's trying to catch him in the act. Have you... So... Oh, actually, here's an interesting bit of admin, right? And 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 I only know this as a, as an owner of appliances myself, right? Is your dishwasher open? Right now. Mm-hmm. Is this the beep you can hear? Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was because my. It's currently it's currently paused. <laughs> ah. 
Because mine does that when when it's half open, it just keeps reminding you that. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Is it is it too is it too annoying? It's if you could unpause it. I don't mind hearing the washing machine in the background. Oh no, it's very very loud. That would be a disaster. <laughs> oh, that's fine then. Don't worry about it. I could ask my glamorous assistant to, to turn it off. Oh, <laughs> could your glamorous assistant turn it off? Can you turn it off, please? <laughs> <laughs> Just hit the the big button with the red light on above it. I wasn't sure if it was mine or yours doing it. Cause oh, I no, it's, it's definitely it. mine. It's just paused. Got my timings all wrong. Oh, it's that guy from the mid-90s from WWF. What was he called? Phantasmo. Phantasmo. <laughs> <laughs> all, the ca- all the cameos in this bad boy. He's going to pull Hogan's boxer shorts off through, <laughs> with tr- through his trousers. That'd be a hell of a way to, uh, to get him over. Well, that's unnecessary. Well, Hogan was trying to get him out of the box because he thought he was trapped in a box. Because Hogan, whilst Hogan understands the concept of right or wrong, he doesn't understand mimes. He's like a dog. You know when you make yourself disappear in front of a dog by putting like a quilt over the top of you? (laughs) He's still running for a piss. I don't know why he was just doing like the, the old jobber run all the way to the garage where he can fix his ship. But have you, um, like, have you had weird eating patterns? Like, are you eating weird things at weird parts of the I'm time? just eating terribly, Tom. It's been, oh, it's been a nightmare so far, this lockdown malarkey. Just it's takeaways instead of good food. It's all, all my good work from the early part of the year has been unraveled. It's de- devastating. It's easy. It's easy to fix it, though. You can get yeah. On it. I had gnocchi for breakfast the other morning. You had what? I had Noki for breakfast. What the hell's Noki? I thought it was a mobile phone provider. <laughs> yeah, I just played Snake for an hour. It's like potato pasta. Potato I just, I re- pasta? I really love Noki. And it's a nice little dish that you can cook on your own. It takes about three minutes to do. All but, of the carbs. I know. But I woke up and it was the day before we were going to do the, the obligatory government-sanctioned big shop. Yes. And I saw that in the cupboard. And I went, do you know what? I haven't got any of the, any of the porridge I've been eating. I'm just going to make that. At four, <laughs> at four in the morning. I'm just going to make that. We'll have that for breakfast. Happy days. Start as we mean to go on. Yeah, I've just eaten weird stuff all the time. Oh, he's found a shuriken. What the hell's a shuriken? It's the thing that Shinobi used to throw in it. Ah. Oh, ninja star things. Yeah. I think they're called shurikens. So this must be his wet dream here, being some sort of like. Inventor man with lots of it's, wacky machines and whatnot. They basically made him an inventor man. Yeah, this is uh, this is sort of like in his, this blowing his mind. But he's, it's it's like if if Doctor Emmett Brown was was Rick. Uh, in this, he's very much Morty. Yeah. <laughs> now he's off for a dummy tank because he's flying a ship. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, Shep's gonna come back and he's gonna. <laughs> oh no, someone's playing. Spe- oh, he's got the old axe bomber ready. He's got the finger gun ready to point at somebody. <laughs> now, if I was a kid and an old man came in and started getting that close to me, telling me how to play a game, I'd be shouting Stranger Danger. Questions need to be asked, don't they? <laughs> then again, you got to wonder: Is this one of the things Terry know- Terry knows about? Does he not know like the age limits and all that malarkey? Is this the sort of territory we're going to step on in this film? Oh gosh, that that I haven't even considered. 
I'm just talking nonsense here, Tom. Might get us in a bit of trouble. <laughs> oh, wow, they're all here. <laughs> It's game called life, Terry. <laughs> life is not a game, Terry. No cheat codes here, Terry. No away. cheat codes here. He's walking away happy with himself, having. Well, I don't know where he's off to. He just seems to be wandering around. I'll leave this man alone. He's just trying to earn a bit of pocket money on the side. <laughs> in the middle of the night, in an abandoned <laughs> area. <laughs> Weirdest part of all. Weird shot of Hogan's ass, followed by a shot of Hogan in a completely different position. The second best ass shot in cinematic history after <laughs> Batman. I've seen that one. Oh, wait till you see his ass shot in No Holds Barred, my friends. <laughs> there is some, there is some, some gratuitous Hogan ass. Some more props from Masters of the Universe. Just chucked in here. Maybe a couple of bits from Short Circuit as well. I was going to say, at the start of this film, it looked like Terry was some sort of like half-robot, half-real man sort of thing. But this is all for just aesthetics, isn't it? Yeah. All this stuff? Yeah, he's, he's just a he's just a, a bounty hunter, mercenary type who just gets kitted up for work. This is just his uniform. <laughs> it's, a, it's a power pad. Was it called the Power Pad? The old Nintendo controller? I'm showing my I've energy. got no idea. Oh, it was a um, power glove, I'm one thing of. Back in the day, Nintendo tried to create a game's control pad that was a glove that you put on your hand. And you controlled the game using the glove. It looks a bit like that. That was like back in like the mid-80s, so you can imagine how crap it was. Yeah. Perf cam? Who's this in danger? Right, this... That wouldn't be his wife, was it? Surely nah, not. just a random woman of the night. Being shook down by these no-good nicks. One in a bowler hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder it fits him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the role he was born to play. Proper Robocop feels from this scene. Imagine if he just died there and then. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Wish came through. <laughs> Nobody move or there'll be trouble. <laughs> oh, and then she went and got murdered. So that was good. Yeah, at least he tried, I guess. <laughs> Points for effort. <laughs> crime in 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 this part of the uh, part of america isn't it yeah it's turning to wallace and gromit the wrong trousers <laughs> what have you done with the controls gromit <laughs> he's off to go and rob a diamond now <laughs> penguin <laughs> big splash <laughs> who'd have thought the first real wrestling move would come from christopher lloyd Oh, no, I tell a lie. Uh, we had the Iron Claw, didn't we, in the opening scene? Oh, yeah, Hogan was throwing out all the big boots and whatnot <laughs> earlier on. 
It's a bit suggestive, that cod yeah, piece, isn't it? It's very, uh... Flashing green lights on it. And I'd be nervous if it was beeping. <laughs> oh, but meanwhile, here's the dilemma. He's dicked about with his equipment. Put the old tracking device on. Oh, no. You've done it now. <laughs> You've got to made a big mistake. <laughs> What's that skateboard? I don't think he should have done more films. Where he just yeah, you think he... Yeah. Scary. Is he going to say a word? <laughs> oh, he speaks. Oh, he speaks. <laughs> Not yet. But he does speak. <laughs> oh, good. We're going to catch him mid-Tommy Tank. No, we're not. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Who sleeps in their clothes? <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Even when you're an alien, you need a good night's sleep. It's the middle of the day, Hogan, you selfish <laughs> arsehole! Half eleven! I don't know whether you found this working from home, but there is certain times of the day. Kill the cat. Hello, so your, your voice went there. I heard certain times of the day, then nothing. Oh, oh no, no, because I got distracted by, uh, <laughs> by, by a cameo coming up. That's a definite real cat, isn't it? <laughs> that is definitely a real cat. But uh, that was a, an acting debut, that was. Oh, who is that? Uh, I'm going to... I had her name written down, but I can't find it. So I'm going to find it very quickly. That's would say £59 of bananas. <laughs> oh, 0.59. I was going to say. That's a potassium overload, that. Uh, the little girl just then was actress Elizabeth Moss, who has gone on to star in The Handmaid's Tale, Mad Men, and in upcoming movie The French Dispatch. Oh. So she's so this was this was her uh, acting debut. What a monumental moment. I know, right? Acting against to be honest, Hogan. Oh no, not the <laughs> mime again. <laughs> <laughs> That's most people on Twitter at the moment whenever they tell a joke. It's just a joke! <laughs> but no, to, to go back to uh, to Hogan's annoyance with the daylight, I don't know whether you've how you've overcome like the, the nervousness of having to record stuff early whilst at home. Yeah, WrestleMania was bad. Yeah, that was um, quite a moment. That was, well, that was through the night, that, so that was terrible. That was like 5am, 6am shooting stuff. I th he just got. I've had one complaint, and that's it so far. So, I guess people have just become acclimatised to forty-five minutes of shouting <laughs> some days of the week. <laughs> See, I've luckily no complaints from neighbours, but Alex is now very aware of. I mean, yeah. Alex is now at a point where she could probably do the wrestling news on a morning because she's, <laughs> she's heard enough of it through the wall of the spare room that she could probably fill in. Ooh, sassy. <laughs> sassy Hogan. Go on, have him. Go on. Look at the kiss. <laughs> Order to knock him out. They were just looking at each other up and down, weren't they? 
Bants. Time to get ready to big party. Bye bye now. Bye bye. See you later. Bonsai. <laughs> Save it for your lunch hour. Bloody hell. That's uh, slightly, slightly toned down now. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the evil company man just pushing his agenda. Yeah. Business. Did you fall into my ship? Yes. Has he always had an earring in this? He's had that little sassy little ponytail on the side there. That's where my attention's been going. I think she should have been suburban commander. Why has she got a gun? She just pulled a gun out for now there, really. <laughs> She's not a fan of Hogan's the Hogan's jib. Uh, <laughs> now they're off running again. Hogan runs a lot. Hogan does a lot of job of running in this film. <laughs> he's not fitting in that car, is he? Surely. <laughs> That's why he's taking the door off. Hogan must have bloody loved this film. Where it's just like, <laughs> so every every four or five minutes, can you just showcase how strong and brilliant you are? I just, I don't know if you saw it right at the start, executive producer Hulk Hogan was listed. Oh, well, there you go then. <laughs> Getting his name on there. I wonder why we don't get as many, like, crappy, I know Hogan was... Massive, obviously, in the 80s and whatnot. But why do we not get more wrestler, like one-off wrestler cameos in films? Yeah, they don't seem as frequent as they used to be. No. I mean, the, I think that the, what's quite cool now is that whenever wrestlers are in films, it's it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Like, when they, was the... Where was the what? So when was... I'm just trying to think of, like, recent examples. Like, Batista was in a few, obviously. Well, big Dave is Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Is massive. Yeah. Reigns in that one with The Rock. Was it Jumanji or something? No, it was... Um, Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. He was, yeah. he was one of The Rock's family members. So Roman rocking up in that was pretty cool. Um, other recent ones where wrestlers have, have put an appearance in. You know what's just come into mind there? That scene from about 2015. There was, I think it might have been a WWE produced film where Ziggler... I think has a I oh know Rusev has a gun and then Ziggler super kicks out of his hand. <laughs> That's one on our list, mate. <laughs> I think it's called Countdown. <laughs> it is called Countdown. <laughs> I hope it's got a cameo from Des Lyon. <laughs> Big Vorders throwing out the uh, throwing out the vowels. I'll have a GTS, please, Carol. Um. Can you imagine dictionary corner with like Susie Dent about like wrestling terminology and stuff? How fascinating that would be. Oh, mate. We should do a series on that, you know, Tom. We should, shouldn't we? Where does the word babyface come from? Ooh. That's Why a, is it called a heel? <laughs> 
Now, I, I believe, I believe it's old parlance. Like, like it's, it's. I know it, go, it dates back to, like, the, like films from like the thirties and the forties where they go, ah, he's a real heel. Like he's like someone who's just a bad egg. He's a heel. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of. Sorry, just to interrupt you there. We have we got Doctor Freeze on the scene here now. <laughs> Is Arnie going to appear in a second? <laughs> Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how he was running out of puns about half an hour into the film. <laughs> yeah, they did. That was oh, I love old Batman films in a different way than the new ones, obviously. But the nineties ones have got a special place in my heart. <laughs> oh, the the uh, the ba Batman and Robin in particular, which which the director has since apologised for. Who was he called? James J J Schumacher or something like that. Is that what his name is? The director of Batman and Robin? Yeah. Joel Schumacher. That's the one. Yeah, and uh, he, he since said, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> which, which says it all, doesn't it? That was the one with Clooney as Batman, wasn't it? And that was it, his, yeah. Yeah, what's his... Clooney was Batman. Um, Poison Ivy was... Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. And then was Jeep Swanson was Bane, wasn't he? There's a wrestling tie-in. Oh, we should watch go. that. <laughs> <laughs> More often than not, whenever wrestlers do pop up in movies, they just play like muscle band. Oh, a power bomb! I am the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the table didn't break. We should let Math know. <laughs> I wonder why they kept that take in if the table didn't break. Probably didn't have a second one. That was the the only table from that film you mentioned earlier. <laughs> table still not breaking. Been blasted by Goldberg's pyro. He's drinking hand sanitizer, so that's good. Yeah. Listen to Donald Trump. Oh, it's antifreeze. <laughs> oh. Bugger off. <laughs> Hang on, isn't like isn't blood just antifreeze? Yes. <laughs> Hogan, I am the table. These tables are amazing. Hogan drank antifreeze to stop himself from freezing. <laughs> Let's just let that... That's up there with, with, with Trump, though. Do you reckon Trump saw this film and was like, well, if anti-freeze uses for not freezing, I reckon <laughs> Domestis will work for... <laughs> let's, all start, let's all start injecting Dettol. <laughs> Everybody chill. They're going to come exploding out of that, aren't they? That's some good freezing acting, that, mind. Uh, Strong core on show there. <laughs> Lloyd is working his ass off in some scenes, but in other scenes you can tell he's going through the motions. <laughs> no, sorry Undertaker, you haven't got him yet. Haha, <laughs> little ma little car, big man. It's <laughs> <laughs> <His feet laughs> <is> frozen. <laughs> you imagine driving down the road and seeing that. <laughs> Do you know there was a, uh, a a driving scene for the Transformers movie that was shot in Newcastle? Did we talk about this before? Really? Mm -hmm. I think all oh, this rings a bell. When would this have been? Uh, was it on the quayside? No, it was actually around Granger Street. This rings a bell, Tom. Mm, because I'm it was because gonna... they had to do some reshoots for a car chase in New York, but it was cheaper to come and do them in Newcastle, <laughs> <laughs> and then just redress it in and then sort of repaint it in computer after. Yes. So they uh, they shut Granger Street for a day and just filmed a lot of cars driving up and down it. <laughs>
with some rocks This falling. is like three, three, four, five, six years ago, not too long ago. I remember, I do remember it happening. About four years ago, I think it might Yeah. Be. I remember sitting in the coffee shop over the road watching it happen. That was a fun day. There was nobody of any note hanging around. Oh. It was, but you just, you knew what they were doing. And you, and even when yeah. you watch the film, you can't quite see where it is. You can't, you, you don't, you don't see them drive past the Granger Market. Which <laughs> breaks in the background. <laughs> You don't see anybody falling out of the Black Garter. <laughs> oh, it's Optimus Prime fights in the front. As fun as that would have been, that didn't happen. I found myself looking uh, at wrestling movies, and mate, we've got lots to watch. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all on board, because as I say, I haven't seen anywhere near enough of them. I need to see them all. <laughs> We're well, I've seen Mr. I've seen Mr. Nanny. I had Mr. Nanny on VHS and Ready to Rumble. There's another one I've seen, but I happily watched them again because they're that good. <laughs> I've seen The Chaperone as well. I was made to watch The Chaperone for a Ooh. punishment back at War Culture. What was that, that was like? A, a really hard punishment. It's just a bit of a crap film, Tom. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's okay. It's it's not offensive in any way, really. <laughs> it's just a bit of a crap film. It's just crap. Lisa Simpson's there, so that's awfully distracting. Oh, not really? as Lisa Simpson, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, she plays the uh, I think it's a head teacher, one of the teachers on the school trip sort of thing. Undertaker is at getting a burger. Just appreciate the comedy. Oh. Probably had cucumbers in. Do you wonder? I wonder whether Undertaker's happy with the fact that his whole career he's never really got to show his full range because everything he's been <laughs> in is told. Just act like you can't be asked to be there. Yeah. Just do nothing. He might be an amazing thespian. It just hasn't been unlocked. Oh, of course he is. He played the dead man. Actually, he did a bit of that, didn't he, in uh, in the early noughties when he became Biker Ticker. Yeah. And in, and of course, in his now infamous short movie presentation, the Boneyard match. <laughs> Well, he did some good comedy at uh, Saudi Arabia with Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Kane. <laughs> that was very funny. Showed his comedic chops in that match. It was funny. <laughs> I might watch that later just for the, just my own amusement. Because <laughs> it was so wobbly. Hang on, his, his armoured suit can only take two direct hits. That's a bit crap. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has to get the upgrade for three. <laughs> it's a bit like when you purchase an app. You buy Raid Shadow Legends. So the bad lads have chased Terry away at the start of the film. So why are they coming back to get him again? Just they... to make sure he doesn't come back. Yeah, just to just to finish him off. Uh, petty. There's <laughs> <laughs> a there's a there's a great line coming up from Christopher Lloyd shortly. <laughs> Christ! I was frozen today! <laughs> and with that, Lloyd just kicks back for the rest of this film. <laughs> He's in autopilot now. He deserves it, to be fair. <laughs> that line, that delivery, just always makes me chuckle. I see quite a few people use it in videos and memes and stuff, so it's, it's kept it alive. I've never seen that before. I'm shocked. Oh. I think I just get to weirder parts of the internet than you do then. <laughs>
Not in a dodgy way. Like, well, not, oh, not, maybe. Not, <laughs> not, not on the dark web buying, I don't know, DNA and, and <laughs> weapons. Not on a work computer, anyway. <laughs> what a lovely chandelier. Beautiful, isn't it? We join our heroes at a dinner party. Hulk Hogan looking like he's off to get a slammy. <laughs> I'm surprised he's got sleeves. It's not like Hogan to have sleeves with a tuxedo. I'm sure they won't last long. When was the last time you got suited and booted for an evening do like this? Good God. I've got probably my graduation. Oh. That hasn't that hasn't been a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> graduation nearly was a funeral. Yeah, bloody hell. I quite like any excuse to get suited up like this. Though, I do. Like We used to do it at uni quite a bit, just a random suit night, and people were like, oh, why are you dressed up? Nah, it's crap, really. <laughs> I started off lockdown, like, dressing up nice every day. But the, the, the thing that stopped it is that where we are, like, we're on the top of, a, of an apartment setup, mm. and the heat is rising through all the other apartments. I've got that issue. I'm only on floor three, but my flat is like a sauna yeah. at the minute, especially with the weather. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's too much. I'm, I'm sat here in shorts. Today. Shorts today. I haven't I haven't had trousers on since the last day we worked in the office. <laughs> Whenever that was. I've had shorts on every single day. The moment the moment you got out of the office, whipped off the trousers. My shins are gonna be so confused when we're back in the office hopefully in a few weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. I miss that. I miss the banter being in the office. I haven't been to that I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to the, the Tesco up the road in ages. Oh yeah, meal deal. I haven't got a Christ. meal deal for ages. Meal deal shaped hole in the life. I'll tell you what it was. I, the other day I needed to write my, my work. Was it? I, I was getting a taxi, wasn't I? Oh, that was it. I was popping in to pick something up. And um, I had to put my, uh, I had to put the address in at work. And I literally, because I had to reinstall the, the taxi app I was using. Mm. I couldn't remember where, where we worked. <laughs> like, it pushed that bit of information right to the back. Right into a folder at the back. It archived it. Do you um, also forget the door code then? <laughs> that was thankfully the door code is muscle memory. Like, yeah. And I've been like, I'm, I'm my the first debit card I ever had. I I forgot I, the amount of times I forgot the number. But even now in 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 the air I can do the number. I can put the number in. Like muscle memory helps me remember what the actual numbers were. So if you did like a a keypad like a a, a keypad in in the air. You go, din, 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 din. Okay, that's my pin number. Yeah. Four, nine. No, I'm not telling you anymore. <laughs> it's seven, four. The other two numbers there. Everybody listening? Maybe. Four, nine, seven, four. Good luck. And uh, <laughs> I put a thing on Twitter a while ago, which was, uh, hey, find out your porn star name by giving me <laughs> your surname, the account number, and sort code. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, no one sold. No one bought us it. It is Slammy Awards night. It's Slammies. Oof. They're shooting on him in Japanese. <laughs> they know he's a Billy bullshitter. <laughs> They're on to him. What are they even building here? I've missed this bit. What are they putting the planning together for? Uh, do you know what? That is a very good question. I believe. I heard penthouse earlier, but what, a penthouse could be on anything. It could be apartment buildings. I'm gonna yeah. quickly check the plot. 
Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. Okay, so so Charlie Christopher Lloyd uh, is it's an architect. So he's working as an architect, and he's building for a. Apartment complex. <laughs> God, she really cares about her job for just being a receptionist, isn't she? She's just pulling out guns constantly. I'm a big fan. Oh, here we are. They've come to collect their slammies. <laughs> Take a, did Take ever win one? I imagine he won one around 96, 97 time. You'll know better than me. Probably match of the... I think match of the year, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he did. Uh, oh, gosh, he's won quite a few. Oh, uh, shut up, Ross. You know nothing about WWF's wrestling. WWF's greatest hit in 96. Best tattoo in 97. <laughs> along with best entrance music and star of the highest magnitude. <laughs> uh, match of the year, 09. Moment of the year, 10. OMG, moment of the year 11, match of the year 12. Fair enough. Ah, what has happened here, Tom? He's just so good at bending. <laughs> oh, the old Mongolian chop. Oh. oh my god, it's every dream come true! Undertaker with jet boosters on his shoes! <laughs> go on, lad! <laughs> right, here we go. Iconic moment two coming up. <laughs> Number three coming up shortly. I don't know if I'm a bit too. Nice Lovely clothesline. Text, textbook. Oh dear. <laughs> camel breath? Because <laughs> he has the breath of a camel, I guess. How does he know what a camel is? How does he know what his breath smells like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the other one, isn't it? That he that he sent through the floor. I thought if you, I thought you'd gone all the way around the earth and come back. If you if you close your eyes, Tom, it sounds like something else is happening. Terry's <laughs> acting is very, very, very sexual, seductive. <laughs> he is a sexy actor with lovely white socks on. I'll tell you what, Jim Ross would absolutely hate Hogan in this film with those white socks. Damn white socks! Damn <laughs> <He's> it <laughs> to hell! <laughs> Always calling out Stephen Richards for the choices. I know. Socks. I never got that. What's wrong with wearing white socks with black pants? It's a fashion choice. It's a statement. Take is still rising. <laughs> He's still going. It's like a flash, flash forward. I won't say flashback. There, the Royal Rumble '94. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got his head in the toilet. <laughs> well, the woman was having a shit, so that's a good look. <laughs> This is just a, a, an incredible brawl. This is what the Money in the Bank match should have been. This is what the inspiration for Matt Hardy has been, bringing cinematic fights into wrestling. <laughs> this does feel like the inspiration for Money in the Bank as well. Like, fighting <laughs> through a building. 
Find you a corporate tower. Oh dear, murdered. Gone. Oh, here we go. What? <laughs> I've seen that before, but I always assume somebody edited that. No, nope, that's his voice. <laughs> that's his what? <laughs> Puberty doesn't happen to some aliens. We've just found out that. <laughs> so that's the uh, that's that's the big Undertaker gag that has been slowly built. <laughs> is that he has the voice of a child? <laughs> I'm sad the Undertaker never did a promo like that. Yeah. <laughs> does he have to deliver every line so cheesily? Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> He's Hulk Hogan. Of course he does. So the deal is about to be finalised by this absolute charlatan of a businessman. Big fan of that old computer as well. It's an outrageous bow tie as well. Beautiful work. So he hasn't got a Scooby Doo, what, what Christopher Lloyd's built, so he's just blagging it. So Sheps, I, I'm not, am I, if I remember correctly, Sheps now absorbed one hit. Yeah, he he took a hit earlier, didn't he, from those two men accosting that lady in the uh, in the warehouse thing. That's it. If he takes another hit in the arm, presumably he dies. <laughs> Death by hit on the arm. Uh, Emmett Brown would have put him right. Olive Oil has found herself a big jumper. She must think her husband's cheating on her, going out late at night. Yeah, not wanting anything in the bedroom with her. All the telltale signs are there for a big old divorce. Either that or he's planning a surprise party for her. <laughs> Bluto's breaking in now to, oh, to cross no. the international punchline. Now that is a nice little setup for like a YouTube series. That'd be a nice yeah. background. <laughs> how quick how quick did they get a picture mate and they didn't even have a green screen on the on the background of them how have they managed that oh memories do you remember when we let that sociopath live with us for a while <laughs> so who would that have been that's come to, to kidnap he looked bald whoever it was yeah 
because I've lost track of some of the uh, the antagonists in this particular one. It has to be Bluto. Coming after old, uh, old Deval. Might be Bundy. <laughs> King Kong, I should say. King Kong, not Ted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, it's it's the, the Emperor from Star Wars, but from Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Darth Vader looks like without the mask on. Even though I know it's not. I know it's not before you start tweeting me. I know it's not. <laughs> General Suter. Played by William Ball. Sadly, no longer with us. Oh. Passed away shortly after this film. About a year after this film was made. Doesn't look very old. No, he was only uh, 60 when he went. So he was, he was in his late 50s when he got here. I think in terms of films, like he was a, he was a busy guy, but of course this is a, uh, a career highlight for him, no doubt. <laughs> Is that William Ball? I might be getting him mixed up with the uh, with the stage director. They look the same. Either way, it is the Emperor. <laughs> See, it's weird that someone like Shep Ramsey has only has two hits. I know, yeah. I just need to know how how did this human end up in space in the first place? You'd think, like you know, being from that sort of the, the universe, you'd have a different sort of makeup to us uh, human beings. What am I saying here, Tom? I wonder whether no, I wonder whether uh, maybe somebody time travelled from Earth to a distant, far flung, distant planet. Oh no, it's like Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> Give me a lie detector, brother. Brother, brother. <laughs> I don't actually care about them, no. <laughs> the twist is, he just blows them up. <laughs> you're, you're wrong, brother. I hate everybody. The <laughs> end. Oh no! The old self. How's he gonna get? How's he getting home? You might have to live on planet Earth. Oh, he's gonna commit suicide. I think he's gonna blow himself up in a ship. Well, I think he might be giving up his own life. Such quality acting from General Suter. Proper Shakespearean stuff, really highbrow. <laughs> Every British person, when they look outside on a muggy day, this is pleasant. <laughs> I'm a big fan of his acting style. Why bore me to death speech 
I'm just imagine walking down the, the shops and going, Do you have any bananas? <laughs> Where is my... your tin soup? <laughs> I will take a pint of milk. <laughs> so like all great um like all great film reviewers, I have been distracted by my catwalk again. How is Pablo these days? He's doing all right. Yeah. Hello. Would you like some dreaming? Hang on. There you go. Oh, they kissed Tom. Oh! Olive He's oil. He's getting his pep back in his step. <laughs> Olive oil and Emmett Brown getting necking on. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd neck on with, uh, with Sherry Duval at this point. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not afraid to say that. If they said Tom Hulk Hogan or Sherry Duvall, I mean, Hogan's a fucking. Oh, I don't know, Tom. I wouldn't mind that mustache tickling my top lip. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know, big fan of the beef, but uh, <laughs> olive oil, you know, cook, you can cook a good dinner with olive oil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they crashed a car in it. Oh, oh no! Dead by the car. ship's gonna blow up as well. Ha-ha! Your, your family saloon killed <laughs> Shep Ramsey! Slice your mel, innit? <laughs> you have my testicles in your metal glove! <laughs> What's this? Shinsuke Nakamura, circa 2017. <laughs> My winky has popped out. <laughs> it's just four pronged. There it is there. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's the a... sea creature from Southpaw Regional Wrestling. <laughs> it, is, it is a fifth of the budget for this movie. <laughs> Who played this? Is this the... I'm guessing it's a wrestler. This is uh, Undertaker. No. Um, <laughs> actually, that's a very good question. I don't actually know who plays the... Uh... Let's just say it's Kevin Nash. Yeah, it normally is, isn't it? It's normally Nash. Hogan, H Hogan wouldn't job to anybody less. <laughs> It's basically, this is what the Yeti looked like underneath all the, uh, all the <laughs> tissue paper. It's the Yeti! 30 seconds. That's almost two full matches. <laughs> oh, thank goodness he's... This is, so this is like in typical sort of Iron Man match style. Just rush to the finish with time to go. <laughs> just quick, just get, we've got to get to the finish. Death by electric. He needs to get out of there. Oh, Terry. Oh, big Terry's getting there. You've still got time to stop self-destruct. I'm sure there's a way of turning... I'm sure there's a way of turning it off, Terry. You could save <laughs> your ship. You could just probably just press stop on... No, okay. That's not happening. Oh, the club has gone. The club is on fire. That was a song from back in the day. <laughs> the club can't handle it. <laughs> That's it. There's a fire. So the police turn up. I think olive oil's in the back there. 
<laughs> I always I always wanted somebody clever to to edit Grand Theft Auto 5 for the PC. So instead of having police sirens, it just plays the song I'll Be Watching You by Police. <laughs> so you don't hear police sirens, you just hear dunk, 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 dunk. Just gets louder and quieter Every as they get closer. Beauty. <laughs> it's brilliant. I'm hoping now I put that out into the world, somebody will do it. Somebody clever will do it. Oh, he's some kind of guy. <laughs> Had, had he been in WCW by this point, you have a, I have a feeling they would have done Hulk Hogan teaming with Christopher Lloyd in a tag team match. Like Against that guy. big sea creature thingy and the evil man. <laughs> I forgot what his name. Look at that, Cumberbund. Oh, hells. He spent all night trying to explain. Oh, he's got some bowels now. Oh. Nice. He's got the papers. Just go, look, this is it, lads. Have a little <laughs> look at that. Lovely. This is what we're going to do. Oh, oh, the Zoopers! Oh, he's been shopping. <laughs> hey, I've been in the market for some Zoopers, you know. I need some. <laughs> yeah. I think WWE do them now, but, you know, shipping costs from America and that. Who would pay that much money, eh? Mate, first day back in the office, can you please wear Zoopers? <laughs> Just walk through Newcastle with me Zoopers on. Mate, I'll do, it. I'll do it as well. We'll both do it. We'll do Zoopers together. It'll be a great Again, Zoopers and bandana combo. Oh... Hot look, mate. It'll come back. Fashion's the clinical. It'll come back. Yeah. And we'll be, hey, mate, we'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan did a shooting star press, confirmed. <laughs> He's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's blatantly like Tony Hawk. <laughs> For a split second, Tony Hawk in a blonde wig. Hogan loses about 25 stone every single time he jumps in the air. <laughs> it's Earth gravity, brother. Oh my God, spacemen have skateboards. He's got a, he's got given him a space one. I presume he's had it custom made from space where he can't go anymore. I don't know. Oh, the cat's real now. Oh, that stupid ass cat is back. Oh. There's this famous actress he was speaking about earlier. As is, as is the as is the star of The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Puncher. <laughs> Could you imagine? What a heel turn. Fantastic. <laughs> <Hey! laughs> It's Mr. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> you know when Mr. Perfect used to throw the football for himself? <laughs> Terry throws kids instead. He's brilliant at all sports that involve throwing. He's put her in the bag. That's <laughs> wrong, that. Put the kid That's in the wrong. Bag. <laughs> that is frowned upon. That is frowned upon. Oh, but, oh his ship's better. 
I thought his ship blew up. His ship did blow up, Tom. They must have sent a replacement. Arnold Clark sent a replacement <laughs> car. The courtesy spaceship. Autoglass repair. Autoglass replace. Oh, she's got the... What's she doing in there? Oh. Do you know what? I'm fine with that. She's, she's a quality actress. I didn't think she'd leave that receptionist job. She really cared about with the guns and whatnot. But she will, yeah. But she likes the she likes the uh, the action packed life, isn't she? So we're getting set up nicely for Suburban Commando Two. Is there a sequel? Is there? Is there balls, mate? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just tanked. Ah, oh, so that's the end of their friendship. Emotional. Goodbye, Terry. Goodbye, brother. Sad he didn't say goodbye, brother. Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> now kiss. Bye, ship. Have a nice time in space. Now his six weeks holiday is up. Now he's been now he's been called back to work. Hey, that was a long six weeks. That like he's done a lot. He, he crammed. He packed a lot in. Saying that, do you remember when school holidays were a thing and six weeks felt like seven years? Oh, mate, the six the six weeks holiday just felt like the best time. Yeah. Never ended, did it? You'd think Terry would have sorted him out with a better car before you left. You'd have thought so, wouldn't you? But alas. But here we are. Rule of three. So this is the third time we've seen this particular bit. <laughs> Pay off! <laughs> Disrupting the traffic system. Does he not know what security cameras are? Apparently not. He does not give a monkey. He should be able to drive that car without a, without a door on anyway. Yeah. Bloody okay, hell. you go. What a way to end the film. The film opened with $1.9 million. Overall, the film grossed a total of $8 million in the US. It had a budget of 11 so it wasn't oh, considered dear. a commercial success. <laughs> Sadly, it didn't make back the money. Uh, this is the I guess Hulkamania was over by 91, wasn't it? It really, it really was... Uh... It really was over. The, the the bloom was very much off the rose at this particular point. But did you enjoy your first ever watching of Suburban Commando, Ross? This is an afternoon I'll never, ever forget, Tom. <laughs> well, when the main event came to an end, I was screaming for a sequel. But uh, I think I've seen all I need to see with this one, to be honest with you. <laughs> what was your favourite moment in the film? Undertaker's voice. It's got to be, hasn't it? I, I saw that doing the rounds on Twitter recently. And I thought somebody's edited that just to make it a bit funny, but no. This alien, big, scary man has the voice of a five-year-old boy, so all the more power to it. That is the, that yeah, is that was certainly scary. a thing we saw. I miss the 90s, me. Do you? Do you know what? Yeah, it was a simpler time. You know, you, you, nowadays there's pressure from all sides. You didn't <laughs> really get that in the 90s, did you? But then no. I, think, I think we're victims of uh, 
Because in the nineties, everything was simpler. Like the biggest issues we had in our nineties was what, like not getting your homework diary signed. Yeah, that was a, that was the big stress. You know, we'd have to worry about paying bills. You know, <laughs> it was whether you could sit next to the girl that you fancied or the boy that you fancied on the on the school trip. Those were yeah. the big the big worries that you had as a kid in the nineties, and whether or not Suburban Commando would have a sequel. Yeah, just this sort of naff film. They need to make a comeback. You never see them anymore, do you? Or I guess they might still be made and they just don't get the sort of publicity they used to back in the day. But yeah, this sort of crap film. <laughs> we should just we should start directing films, Tom, in this in this sort of spirit. I think well, the, the right word is. Well, I think the payoff is is uh, after a year of doing um, Tom and Ross at the movies, we'll just make a film. We can get just all the the North roster, maybe or. Former WCPW wrestlers to do the the roles the wrestlers would do. Who would you have? Cultivate them. Oh, oh, from the north, from the roster of North. Okay, well, okay, well, Rory Coyle needs to be uh, our what we believe to be the villain that turns out to be actually the good guy all along. <laughs> I like a, I like a good one. And then and then on the opposite side of that, Andrew Bowers. Oh, Betty, no, on the opposite side of that, Adam Pacitti plays what we believe to be the good guy who turns out to be the evil villain all along. <laughs> And we swap roles as the movie goes along. Is this mirroring your outlook on Pachiti since you started working for Cultaholic <laughs> by any chance? Or? It is no connection. I'm just looking. <laughs> I, just, I just look at I look at pe- people and think who could they play the parts of. Uh, I feel like I feel like you'd be you would be an excellent either either lead or um, sidekick who sort of guides the way. I would be the guy that got blown up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> what near the start or near the end? I don't know, Tom. Anywhere. You just to be gone, guy, don't you? You, to you be... know that you know that guy who just explodes and then you never hear from him again. That'll be me. <laughs> you, you're doing what, what some wrestlers do when they realise <laughs> the match isn't about them. They just want to get out of the match as quick as they possibly can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see you. I see. Yeah. You. Well, thank you for for watching this with me. I've enjoyed like a little trip back to my own childhood. Not a problem, I. This particular movie, it's been good fun. Should we do another one next month? Ah, uh, next month can't come soon enough. What we're going to do? Are you made your mind up yet? Or are we going to leave uh, it as a bit of a surprise? Okay. Well, I think we're going to put it to a public vote. Oh. And I think it's going to come down to. I've got three in mind here, um, that I would like to for us to watch, and we'll get to all of them eventually. But I'll put it. There'll be a poll on Twitter at the time you're hearing this. Of uh, what we're going to watch, and and are we allowed to vote on this poll, or do we have to stay impartial? Oh, we can vote on it. That's fine. I will vote. I will vote. Uh, your choices for this particular role are um, No Holds Barred, WWE Countdown, or Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. Oh wow! Is that the one from? It's got Roddy Piper in, I think, has it? It's got Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, oh gosh, loads of people in Pro Wrestling Zombie. I think Matt Hardy's in it. Kurt Angle's in it. Um, there's loads of uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Oh wow! And it was uh, it was uh, it was first shown at the International Horror Festival in Whitby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... I, well, I don't know anymore. <laughs> that just seems like too big of a stage for such a film to make its debut. The pressure was, the pressure must have been on. It's a lot of pressure, in it? So, yeah. the choice is on you. Uh, WWE Countdown, No Holds Barred, or Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies that we will watch in July. I'll leave that with <laughs> you. Uh, thank you very much to Ross for taking time out of your day to come and have a chat. 
Not a problem, Tom. Anytime. Well, next month. I can't wait, as I say. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad I've seen this film. Now it's one to cross off the list. <laughs> pleasure you cannot measure. He is at Ross on Wrestling. I am at Tom Campbell. Together, we are at Cultaholic. You're dead to me, Ramsey. Love you both. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 